In a time long ago, a village was conquered. The conquered village now lies under the tyrannical rule of one individual who has no compassion, shows no mercy, and has nothing but cruel intentions devised for one individual. Peril, torment, and horror lie around every corner. The adventurers must be ready for anything. The very well-being of not only the woman, but of the entire village hangs in the balance. Join us each week to find out if the adventurers can save the damsel, save the village, or if their lives will be lost in the attempt. This is a Dungeons and Dragons podcast sponsored by Knights of the Braille. You can find them at www.knightsofthebraille.com and the ambient music is provided by tabletopaudio.com. Be sure to come down to the Carnivorous Carnival for only two silver pieces. You get to see goblins, gooks, owlbears, bugbears, centaurs, mentors, fawns, dragons, and the like. Um, don't worry, parents. Children are welcome, but we are not held liable for any injury that you may suffer during this adventure. You should have had health persons. I'm Richard. Uh, I'll be the dungeon master for this this group that has no name yet, you know. And uh, they're going to introduce themselves to y'all so y'all can get used to their voices. When you go, yeah. uh, my name is Jesse. Uh, I will be playing Kelton. He is a shifter. Uh, I keep wanting to say wizard, shifter, sorcerer, and I've been playing D and D for over a year and a half now if you listen to anything Knights of the Braille since this is going on Knights of the Braille feed you'll probably hear me almost everywhere because I feel like I'm part of everything so that's either a good thing or a bad thing depending on how much you can stand me Adrian hello everybody my name is Adrian and I'm going to be playing uh, Vickless Marshmantel he is a half elf bard and uh, I like to describe him as a functional alcoholic. Um, he performs pretty well when he's drunk. Uh, he has a good heart, although he doesn't care much about the rules of society. Philip? I'm Philip. I will be playing Amit Thornkill, a dwarven barbarian. He's chaotic neutral. He loves to fight, and he loves to brew his own ale. Hey, and Michael. Hey, uh, Michael G. I'll be playing some of the stuff I did here. 
the half of the wizard. Uh, he is a lot of people who love the pursuit of knowledge, but ultimately has a pretty decent mind. I guess right. I should throw in because everyone else did. Uh, count me as chaotic good. Anyway, <laughs> um, like I said, I'm Richard, your DM, and I do have some great news for y'all. We have a sponsor for our podcast. Um, we are we are sponsored by Rusty Shortsop. If you want quality, then go somewhere else. <laughs> um, and uh, we are also advertising for people in the D&D world. Um, each week we'll bring to you some news articles or like a won't ads. And today's sponsor, or uh, not sponsor, but advertisement is brought to us by Elmer Fudge. And he wrote in saying, I have the biggest nuts in town. Come get some while they're toasty. <laughs> And with that said, I think he should have wrote that differently, but that's Elmer, I guess. <laughs> um, you can go see. You just read the stuff. You didn't come song. up with it. Do what? You just read it. You didn't come up with it. That's right. I'm not held accountable, but you can go see him at Fudging Nuts. <laughs> I, um, I thought y'all get a good kick out of that. And let's get into the adventure. Kelton, you are out on the outskirts of a little village called Hungary. Um, It's roughly three o'clock in the afternoon and but you can't really tell that it's three o'clock because it's really cloudy and stormy a a slight slight mist is in the air it looks like it should be a heavier rainfall but it's just a gentle mist almost like a fog um and you're walking into this town after your adventures that you've been on uh you want me to describe what he looks like you can uh kelton is six foot tall he is as i said a shifter he has tawny hair and strikingly green eyes. Um, he is clean shaven with a bit of a beard and he has a crossbow on his back and a staff in his hand. Also, you can see a dagger poking out from his pocket. Uh, um, I'll you are you and Vicholas and Somistra? Is that how you say her name? Somistra are all in a bar. Oh. Uh, go go figure. You all start off in a bar and you find Vicholas in a bar. <clears throat> um, oh, the the air is somewhat filled with a bluish gray smoke. Not as thick as it probably would be later on in the evening. Um, you, you smell spilt ale, the smell of burnt 
tobacco or burning tobacco like some people are smoking pipes or cigars or rolling cigarettes um, behind the bar is a bullywog which if you don't know what that is looks like a um, Kermit the Frog type of creature um, so mister you are sitting at a corner table with a with a book there reading it and I'm assuming drinking a glass of wine absolutely um Ahmed you are sitting at the bar and across from you is another dwarf who basically looks like he has nothing but a beard he he has a massive brownish gray beard there's a few lines of gray in it especially after a recent adventure that he had and is it a um, dwarf they know yes okay. you will know him <laughs> um, do, I, do i know him though you know him. all right perfect great. <laughs> um i meant you are getting to know him in fact he is the owner of this bar and the name of the bar is just a bar <laughs> um, and he's talking to you about the ale because he you had mentioned to him about a the brewer's kit that you have and you know he's talking to you about some recipes that he's willing to give you know the uh ingredient or give you the recipe for okay Vickless, you are on a little platform stage and you are playing your loop but you have your head your um, mummified head on your shoulder and he is singing along with you though he does not look happy about doing so um, <laughs> your head on my shoulder yeah. you are my sunshine I love you over the over the bar like the mirror in the back hangs a stuffed yeti head with his mouth open and tongue pulled down you know like a like a dog who is is hassling or is happy and of course the dwarf behind it keeps looking up at it and flicking the bird towards the yeti head every so often and you can hear him mumbling oh god you fucking head And um, there, there are several other people in the bar as well. Uh, Vickless, inside your loot case is some money. And I need you to roll a performance check. Hopefully this one will go back. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> boot off the stage. Yeah, 25. <laughs> Okay, now roll me a d6 to see how much is in your case. Yes. One. <laughs> One. Yeah. One million pieces. <laughs> yeah. Inside your loot box is four gold pieces. Four silver pieces and one copper piece. 
and they wanted a piece of tissue. <laughs> Don't know why it's in there, but that's for wiping your head's um, safe. Oh, <laughs> um, but all in all, the tavern is bustling with people in there. Uh, Kelton, uh, as you're walking, you notice a slight chill in the air, and um, you see several people hurriedly walking, you know, to different buildings in in this little village. Uh, roll me a perception. That would be a. Uh, 19. Um, from where you're at now, you notice a sign. Uh, y'all know those signs like they'll hang, uh, set down for like wet floor. Yep, um, I know exactly. Washing signs. Yeah, uh, you, you see a sign like that that has a, uh, a man holding a head and a loot saying, check out this uh, extravagantly new act inside. Tips I, I will. Wealth. I will look at the sign and smile. <laughs> I'll be damned. <laughs> Guess I better go check this out. So do you walk in? Yes, I will walk into the bar. Okay. Um. While you are walking in, uh, still mistress. Is there anything that you want to do, or are you just observing right now? Just observe. Um, what book am I reading for? Um, the, uh... Shades older ones. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, uh, you're reading, uh, Forrest Moore about book logs. Uh, Ahmed, what are... Uh, I guess I'm still sitting there chatting up with the bartender. So this is what we do. You take a cinema and you put it in the bottom of the glass. Got you saw it, right? Yeah. Put the cinema in. Right. Then you take the pumpkin. Oh well, no, that's the wrong recipe. Uh, now you put the nutmeg in. Then you put the sweet potato in. Right. <laughs> and then. You let it ferment, and after about a month or two, you got pumpkin pot or sweet potato pie beer. It's really good, I'm telling you. Is it guaranteed to put hair on your chin? My friend, it'll put hair on your nuts hair, is what it'll do. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good stuff, right? I could show you, but I got in trouble last time I did that. They don't like it around here. Oh, that's a shame. Oh no, I'm kind of proud of me at stage up here. Oh, that's me old friend Nicholas. You see the head right there? Me yeah. and him, we took him down. I hate your fucking head. You, like, you don't like yeggs, do you? No, I can't stand them. Oh, fucking abominations they are. Ain't that right, Nicholas? Hey, what are we talking about? <clears throat> talking about oh. the time we took down the yeggs. 
Right, the Yeti. Yes, that's also the time that you flew. We don't talk about when I fly. Right. <laughs> Why not? It's very. It's not common to see a door fly. Oh, I wish Kelt knew about this. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a very funny to watch a door fly either. I didn't know what was gonna happen. <laughs> so we can, like stay on the ground. I'm talking about this little, this old little bastard kicked me right in the ass. Well, let's say I know I'm like 30 feet away looking at a headstone that. Well, I don't want to talk about it, man. See what you done, dear. Well, I have to. I, I, I have to save. I have to save that person from you boring them with your crazy ass uh, brewing recipe, man. You kind of like drinking it, didn't you? Uh, no, I. Wait, no, I, I have standards. Okay, I drink dragon piss. Why well, you? Anyway, <laughs> that's how you make it. And right as he says that, Kelton, you walk into the bar. All right. And of course, you notice Vickless immediately. I kind of stand there and watch the act a little bit, watching the watch Vickless sing, watching the head sadly sing with him even though it's clear that he doesn't want to do so and uh, I'll walk up over to the bar to try and get a drink from the bartender from the bartender? yep uh, oh, what do you have? Uh, what are you known for here? do you have a specialty? Uh, if you talk to the beard he'll tell you everything's a specialty when he makes it Let's see. Which, we which, have... Which... Okay, oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. We have pretty much everything you can think of. Oh, I know something you might like. We have... We have the great fanged one. Oh, it's a very sharp L. I will take that. Ah. I think I'll take that. Ah, when you buy this L, you get the story as well. Oh. What's the story? I had a nephew that lived about a day's journey from Waterloo on an island. And he wrote me and said that a great bear attacked uh-huh. all the men of the island, killing them all. He said the bear had to be 90 feet tall if he was an age. We call him the great famed one. Uh, I try to hide my reaction. Um, that sounds crazy. I mean, you don't really hear of too many 90 feet tall bears. Well, I think he was probably exaggerating on the height, but yeah, he was, he was big. And as he, as he says that, he hands you a gallon tank. Shit. <laughs> uh, I'll take it and I will take a big from it. Alright, roll me a constitution check. Coming. Noticing the uh, huge uh, gallon tank over there, the semester is going to politely try to look to the bartender and inquire about the distance. 
Purisa. The medicinal purposes. Well, uh, 16. Okay, you pass. They make you feel really good. They make you forget your problems. But the next day, you have a pounding headache. I'm not sure who's writing this now. I've only really known of one person to drink dragon piss. And Let me guess, it's the bard over there. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. And he no- he knows of the story of the great famed one. I bet he does. I bet he does. We'll Bard- get- Bards are very good storytellers. You see. What was you saying, Sylvester? I was saying, she was saying, well, we have to get him over to tell the story. Oh! I can get him to tell a story. And he walks over to the beard and tells, gets him to talk to Vickless. Oi, Vickless! Hello! He wants to hear the story of the great Saint One again. Who wants to hear the story? Who has wanted to hear it for the past 35 times you told it? I'm standing there looking bored. It's the story. It's the bully ball again. Oh boy. Okay, well, you know, um, I wrote it down. It's in a notebook in the back. You could read it to him if you like. I'm not gonna do it again. I'm pretty sure the bully would want something else other than a story, okay? It's getting ridiculous now. Tell me about it. You go back. I know you can't read, but you can go hold the book. Yeah, what was you saying? Uh, I, is, is Vickless still playing a show or is he? Uh, he he's paused for a second to answer Stonemire. I will look, I will look over in his direction. So I leave you for two years and uh, you trade in the bard life for sleeping with bullywogs? Holy shit. I, I stand up and the head just falls on the floor. <laughs> as, I, as I say this. And the head is just on the floor right now, and I'm like, holy shit, Kelp! What are you doing over here, mate? And I just go on, and just, I just uh, basically rush forward, just pushing drunk people aside just to give my friend a hug. I will hug him back, and I will say only so he can hear. So how much did you embellish the fanged one story? Uh... I mean, this person here is telling me that the bear was 90 feet tall. I mean, really? I mean, you're, you're kind of a deity, mate. <clears throat> I'm on the bully walks. <laughs> I, uh, I'm just, I'm a bard. I mean, I kind That's what of, you do. I mean, I understand. Yeah, I mean, so, facts here and there, but yeah, you were a big bear. That's, uh... What's it like laying with bully walks? <laughs> oh, God damn it. I thought I was gone. There was two nice years, nobody touching that, bringing that up. <laughs> um... Well, well, it's not like I didn't uh, take one for the team with the bugbears, so I mean, we're kind of even. Yeah, but you kind of like the bugbear, though. I don't want to admit that in public, though. <laughs> it um, was it was nice to feel like you know, like I was wanted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, so, how have you been? Uh, all right, just uh, seeing what trouble I can get into. Um, Staying away from 
the Shifter clan, you know, with the whole magic thing and you're outlawed. And... So what's the deal with this Yeti head over here? I feel like you were probably part of that for some reason. Uh, Jetty head. Yeah, so... <clears throat> I don't know. Good friend Stun and I are over there. Uh, he and I just uh, kind of met one day and, uh, you know, we uh, did a little bit of the uh, hack and slash and, uh, well, mostly he did the killing. I did the biking of the head and now we have a nice memento of a very, very blurry day. I'm did pretty sure there was. No, no. Um, I only. Oh, the head. The head. Oh, give me a second. And then I'm just going to step back and go get my head. <clears throat> Are y'all saying this loud enough where Ahmed and some mixture can hear? Uh, yeah. I, yeah. Other than the part where I said about how much did he embellish the story, other than that, I think it's all normal volume. Okay. Some mixture's going to motion for a bigger couple of mine to properly understand this. This thing's oh. a Somebody wants to try this. Oh, I'll tell you what, Curry, like, would you like some dragon piss? I can give it to you in a vial if you want to study it. Yes to both, good sir. Alright, I'll be right back. So he waddles off, looking at Nicholas, making sure not to run. And heads <laughs> to the back. And it's gone for a few minutes. Oh man, what about you? I might have dropped the call because I heard him pull it. It sounded like his name was. Okay, so I didn't hear that. You thought it was running my mouth. <laughs> well, I have voiceover on my iPad, so it narrates some stuff. Ah, okay. Um, I'm online right now. Uh, and we'll uh, get back to him whenever we can reconnect. Um, so Stonemeyer walks back and hands you a gallon tanker of wine. We only got two sizes in this bar. Little and big. And he hands you the uh, gallon tankard of wine, and then a like a uh, like a vial of dragon piss. And why he has dragon piss, you have no idea. So, Master is going to map weekly at the sight of a gallon of wine, and then the eyes get seen. Hold out her hand for the He hands it over to you. Still fixated on the gallon of wine, she'll tuck the vial into a spare pouch. So I get down to the numbers on how effectively she can down it. <laughs> <laughs> Do it really handy. <laughs> I just, I'll kind of say this to the group of people. So, uh, Never had dragon piss. Uh, what does it taste like? Well, uh, kind of like uh, piss. <laughs> Why is that enjoyable? What is wrong with you people? Oh my! 
Looks, looks at Stonemeyer. I don't know why I'm thinking this, but I think it would be hilarious to see you run. Oh, I you can you, run. I I so bad want to switch into the big bear. Nicholas <laughs> <laughs> comes back with his head, and then just does because he can run, mate, but he can definitely glide. <clears throat> Hey, what's up, Root? I say to the head. Oh, uh, if you mention we fly one more time. Wait, you flew? How'd that happen? We don't talk about a dwarf fly. But I'm a patron here. Don't, don't, I mean, I bought this beer. Don't you want to be a good host? Do you want to buy the story as well? Because promise me, mate, you can't afford it. I can give you the fang story for free. <laughs> the fang story did not involve me flying. <laughs> Alright, you little prickly bastard. I'll, I'll leave you alone. Well, not prickly. I just don't like to leave the ground. I don't like to be outside either. I hate the open sky. Mm. Oh, it ain't so bad. Let's get used to it. Oh, it's fucking terrifying. Uh, <coughs> um, and a, another member, another person in, in the bar near y'all says, Did anyone happen to notice that there's not very many people out nowadays? I was going to ask that. What's the deal? It seems like everybody was rushing around and it's, what, three in the afternoon? I mean, what's going on here? Well... And then another guy speaks up says, not many people want to be out ever since the Thompson's kids got got taken. What took them? Uh, and another guy speaks up and says, I can tell you what I think it is. I I think it was I think it was a werewolf. What a werewolf? Uh, the Kiffin's kid got bit, and he hasn't been right ever since. Well, the bullywog comes back. I told you, it's not a werewolf. It's the great famed one. He should be proud. I, I, so you guys think the great Fang one takes innocent children? I, I mean, why would, why would he do that? So at this point, because is going to go back to the head. All right, look, um, you, uh, what's your name again? Bartender. Sorry, I know it's been a while, and I should know your name, but I don't. Um, Timber. Timber. Right. Right. Timber. Uh, um, you know how you people worship the, the what you call it again? Oh, the great fangorn. <laughs> Kills me every time you say it like that. Well, uh, you should bow before your god. <clears throat> great white fangorn. Um, I do. Oh, yeah. 
No, I, you broke up. Oh, what were you saying? Oh, um, I was I was just introducing you to I was just saying to, to the Bollywood that you are the the, the first of God basically in the story, <clears throat> and oh. now he's all over you. Oh, he's just a human. Oh. <laughs> uh, screw it. I will walk out of the bar, shift into a bear, and come walking back in. You gonna shift into a bear and walk back into the bar? Yep. I'll show these people their god. <laughs> and, and as you shift, the uh, the bullywog looks at you. His eyes roll up in his head and goes, "Oh yeah!" Falls asleep and then passes out. Pull up out of beer more than what you'd be like. <laughs> and the moon is just laying there. I will reach over and take a drink from my tanker in bear form. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like your bear who can drink its L. <laughs> and I'll, I'll shift back into gear form. Uh, I, Nobody um, killed a bulldog. He's just like. <laughs> You see a big old smile on his little froggy-looking face. You know, uh, he's not dead, but he's like definitely passed out. You know. Should, should someone slap him in the face? Nope, nope. Leave him that be. Right. Moment of quiet, please. Because <clears throat> that means the bar, the drinks are free. Yeah, uh, no, that's a stun mark. Oh, that's right. He's He's really good with an axe too. Um. Uh, so Sean looks down at the, at the bully was. Oh, you're gone and done it now. He'll he seems be to be breathing. I don't think he's dead. Oh, no, he passed out. He's all happy now. He'll be talking about this for years. Well, he's always running around talking about, Oh, man, I'm going to prostrate yourselves before the great thing. I don't know about this, I was getting tall in the hair. Yeah, man, you're hired. I honestly don't know why. Why do you care now? Because these people love the bog of fog. Don't know why. Tastes like this, if you ask me. It's because it is, mate. <laughs> it is. I drink it. I sell it. He makes it. Mr. Hopeiper holding the vial. <laughs> Is it related to this? Oh, no. What's that? Uh, story. No, that that you have in your hand is dragon piss. That's different. Yes, like actual dragon piss. Yeah. I didn't know, like, if it was actually that or if it was just the name of the ale. So you're actually drinking dragon piss. Though. No, no. It is not. It's, it's called dragon piss, but it's, it's, it's beer. It's, uh, beer that tastes like... Dragon piss. Dragon piss. Yeah. Um, and, you know, y'all spent roughly about an hour in here, so it's getting around four o'clock. Um, Is it still foggy out? Yes. It's still, like, stormy, foggy. Um, 
you know, like a storm rolling in, although it's still just misty outside. A um, very harried farmer runs into the bar and shouts out, There's werewolves in the mist! Werewolves in the mist! We're all gonna die! And then he spins around and runs right back out of the bar. I will turn to Vickless. Why do I feel like we need to get involved in that? Because every time that you're around, man, me, like, weird, crazy shit happens. You know? So, you, was, so you didn't have any, like, violent adventures in the two years of the Amazon Okay. Well, there was, a, there was a thing with the jetty, and um, there was this thing with the pirate. I lost the ship, but that was bad. Vomit stands up and goes, Whoops, that was too battle X. Let's go, Shredder and Splinter. Let's shred something. So I will tell you. Paul's behind out the door. <laughs> so Vickless is going to look at that and then look at the captain. <laughs> Be like, I'll tell you what, uh, doors are fun. <clears throat> really? It seems fun. like a barrel of glass, I'll tell you that. Um, and as he runs out, the uh, the farmer runs back in, like terrified now because he just saw a dwarf run out with two battle axes. <laughs> and he's like, and the werewolves are taking men and children and and women and babies and oh they're oh, slaughtering God. them all I look over at the elf are you, are you coming with us uh, he holds up the dragon fist that is his fist or we grabbing seven papers in the packs So are you, like, going... Are you here to fight in the adventure, or are you just going to take notes while we fight the rest of the werewolves or whatever the hell this is? <laughs> Good point, but yes. Y'all, roll me a perception check. Everybody. Maybe. A total of 10. Yeah, that's true. Around total of 12. I'm thinking <laughs> I won't perceive anything. <laughs> I perceive nothing. I've got a 1. <laughs> Some adventures we are. <laughs> the dragon All you, <laughs> All you man should perceive is that rain Wow, it's really coming down down there, isn't it? Out there, isn't it? Yeah, what did yeah. You, what did you get, uh, to Mr. Uh, um, everybody but, uh, but all men, and, and he's outside, which is odd. Um, he doesn't hear a loud wolf howl. Uh, and, and you all notice it's really strange because it's still like mid-afternoon, but you hear a howl. Um, and then immediately after that, Sylmistra, so you hear a higher pitch howl. Like a younger person howled. Uh, like a younger wolf made a howl. 
Hold it. And and tell um Timber wakes up and says, Oh the great thing one. And then shudders and passes back out again. Uh, so my, all, all that you see is the beard shaking. Oh, God. Oh, man, you fucking yeti. If it's a yeti, you're going after it this time. What, what are you talking about? It was my carefully laid trap that helped us defeat that yeti. I mean, not taking away from your amazing feat of strength with the axe. I'm just saying, I did my part. That's very true, but, you know, I told you I don't like them. I'm not going after another one. There's not a little girl. There's not. There's no. I'm not. <laughs> well, look, I'm not an expert on Yeti, but... And then he looks at Sinestro. You seem to go take a lot of notes. What do you think this is? Well, I heard more than one. The lower pitched than the higher pitched. I don't think it's a yeti, and I don't know if it's a werewolf, but probably something dangerous. Kelton will bubble to himself quietly and force the experience or perceives things. <laughs> oh, I'll keep going. Semester chooses to uh, not be able Nicholas <laughs> is gonna just, just uh. Just forget, my friend. He is well-intended. They're a bit rough, right? They're just like good people. And he is fantastic with uh, bugs. <laughs> it was one time. It was however many, three years, two years ago. It doesn't count. No, it doesn't count. We were Does in a zip, different zip code. It was in a different area. No. Does it have medicinal purposes? Oh, yes. It was completely medicinal. You should have seen his face afterwards. He was, he was healed. She has a knowing grin on her face. <laughs> <laughs> did, did he contact Bug Love? No, he doesn't know about Bug Love yet. Hello there. How would you like to stay in a room? It's a mostly room. With muscle roof over your head for only one copper piece. I totally apologize that there are no clean sheets. What do you expect from one copper? But you can have muscle roof over your head. Be sure to check out us at Fleabag Inn. Oh, okay. In case you don't know about bug love, they send you all kinds of things through the mail if you have an infatuation with bugbears. It comes in a discreet envelope that is brown, even though everyone knows what it is, you know you can have it in private for only four gold pieces. The phallic-shaped object. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so Nicholas is going to look at Kelton as... uh, I'm going to get the the names wrong in the first session, just going to say that, but I'll get them. And what is it, Sinestra? Sinestra? Semestria. Yeah, and Well, look, um, and he's saying that as, as he packed the head back into his bag and strapped his loot in his bag, it's like, look, um, 
I'm really fond of dwarves, and uh, this one it's about to do something very reckless and stupid. So I am just gonna go ahead and uh, you know just kind of make sure that he doesn't hurt himself. Uh, why don't you all come along? And you know, maybe you'll get to write some notes and help. Maybe you get to turn into a bear or a duck. <laughs> the duck's coming out one of these days. Uh, uh, no, but we can catch up along the way. Kelton will smile over at Vicklis. Uh, yeah, why not? I mean, people are in, in trouble. They need help. I mean, let's do this. Uh, Wait, and then as as we as as I'm about to live, I just turn back and then I just I yell to Stormmire, Stormmire, don't drink all the dragon piss while I'm out. <clears throat> I'll save you a little bit. Hey, if we whistle, make sure you run to us. We need your help. <laughs> screw you! Don't forget to fly. I'll screw you harder. <laughs> um, as y'all go to walk out of the door. You all hear a howl that is not only louder, but is louder because it's closer. You also all hear a higher pitched howl, like that of a young wolf or coyote, you know, that type of sound. But closer than both of those is a scream of a woman. And you can hear her feet running as she's trying to get to safety. How well can we see outside? Uh, 40 feet. 40 feet. Yes. The mist is it's fairly thick, although it's not like falling fast. It's still very like a thick fog. Do I have to wait till we're in combat to cast Mage Armor, or can I do that while we're running to the area? You can do that anytime. It's it's eight hours. I would do it as soon as I woke up. Okay, so we'll just say that I retroactively casted Mage Armor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which makes my... Because it's going to take you a great year out. Go ahead. I'm just gonna say to the party, is like, yo, I, that, is that what you hear before? What you heard before? Looking that at semester. Is the same high pitched and the same low pitched one. Yes. Have any of you ever fought a werewolf before? I've read about them in stories. <laughs> She's a reader. Almost, I'm sure that this encounter might be a little different from what you read. I mean, can't really capture something like that in the book. Oh, I'm certain I can hold my own. Well, they're arguing. I'm like, wait, where, where's the dwarf? He's right there in front of y'all. Okay, he's there. Okay. Oh, <laughs> he, he, he didn't go very far. <laughs> right, they um, came I wonder if he does he run differently than Stonemire. <laughs> All dwarfs run the same. Oh, okay. Well. Like, Ahmet, you've got he's pretty much five foot even and he's got muscles on top of muscles. Uh, okay. I don't know if you know what Arnold Schwarzenegger looks like. He just looks like a five foot version of Arnold Schwarzenegger with a beard. <laughs> oh, but it's not as good as mine. <laughs> um, 
y'all see the woman with her head turned back over her shoulder running and you see an adult man that is partially a wolf and a young probably nine to ten year old boy who is partially a wolf and the little boy has blood on his mouth boy that might be too good there Well, you hear, you hear her say, "Please don't." Is this woman running towards us right now? Yes. And you say, like, how far away would you say she is? She's probably ten feet away from y'all. But she's uh, she like so. In the, the way that we're kind of like laid out right now is um, Ahmed is like in front, right? Yes. He's, and he's ready for combat, and the rest of us are kind of in the back. Um, yeah, kind of like I'm like fanned out, kind of okay. um, like he's at the the focal point, like the like the flying V. Okay. You know, that's how I'm I'm picturing it in my head. Y'all can y'all are welcome to change that though if you want to. Okay. Um, I would like to um dash towards a woman. Okay. Um, and then I am going to grab her like in a hole, like just kind of like hug her around and then just bring her in behind basically our party just to get her out of danger. Okay. As you do that, go ahead, go ahead. I was saying that Smusher is going to ask Vickle if the woman is injured or any. Or how curious are the wounds? Um, yeah, go ahead. He is not wounded at all, physically. Okay, so I'm gonna ask her, are you okay? No. Okay, come down for a second. You are okay. I have a giant bird over here, okay? We're fine. Yeah, you say that I'm in human form, so. <laughs> <laughs> We're Where's fine. Where's the bear? My bear? What is I'd your like name? to cast Detect Magic while this is going on. Okay, um... <laughs> you don't really notice anything. Okay. Nothing than... coming from the girl? So, so no. because, because he's going to notice that uh, Sinestra uh, casted Detect Magic and he's going to give like a little nod, like, alright. Um, while you do not feel any magic, you can feel utter terror and despair. Um, and as you cast the tech magic, and Vickless like nods his head at you, she's like almost hyperventilating, saying, "That that's that that that's that's my son. That that's my boy." And um, didn't one of y'all ask her name? I, I did. Yeah. You did. Okay. Um. My, my name is Karen Kiffin. Alright, Karen. <clears throat> this is what I want you to do. Why don't you go inside that inn over there? Inside there's a lovely dwarf. His name is Stormmire. Just tell him that I sent you. Okay. Please get my boy. We'll do what we can. Me. 
Meanwhile, I'm, I'm clicking my two battle axes together, going, "Hey, doggies, over here! Come get a piece of this!" Oh boy! <clears throat> <laughs> and um, the adult um, wolf hybrid slams on brakes, basically, and slides in in a very thin film of mud, and grabs the neck of the boy, and they both stop. And and they look at you just let us get the woman. And we'll leave you all. I'm sorry, but we can't do that. Yeah, sorry. So you don't want to reunite a mother with her pup. We'll reunite in a different way. <laughs> <laughs> So wait, he okay. So he's holding the boy, right? Is that what it is? Yes. We want to reunite them. We just want to send you to hell first. You'd have a hard time doing that. Uh, you and, don't know that. Um, and he's roughly about about twenty feet away, and you you can smell like the smell of um, decaying meat, wet fur. You know, that, that kind of smell coming from Man, and, does this guy have shitty hygiene? I mean, I'm, seriously. I mean, it does kind of smell worse than you do. <clears throat> I took a bath <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Just give us the woman and we will leave. How about Vic- we remove your head from your shoulders? And then Vickless is just kind of like going to wave his hand in the back and say, Ah, uh, excuse me. Excuse me. Yes. Yeah. Um, hi. How's it going? Having a good day? <clears throat> um, <laughs> all right, look. Woman is not going to happen. All right. Uh, how about you let the boy go? And maybe I can convince my dwarven friend over here not to turn you into a puddle of blood. How about? And as he's saying this, he's starting to back up. Um, how about you go inside, get the boy's mom, and bring her back? She wants to be with him. Can't you tell? Yeah. Look, um, her her exact words to us were "save my boy," so she wants to be with her son, just with you out of the picture. Well, you can't do that. I'm quite hungry, and I'm looking forward to try some dog meat. Yeah, I think our party is in agreement here. Look, we, we we know an <laughs> asshole when we see one. Uh, no, that ain't happening. Well, I tell you what, you want the boy back. The woman wants her son back. We're in agreement on that, right? Yeah, sure. Hey, Richard. Yes. Um, while this is going down, I'd like to very surreptitiously. Uh, he's within 30 feet, correct? The wolf hybrid? Yes. I'd like to cast sleep on him. Okay, you have to tell me what that one does. Um, I haven't run across that one. Roll 5d8 
Um, basically, that gives you a hit point total. And then you start with all the creatures you want to affect. And it just minuses from the max hit point. Like, you roll a total of 20, goblin has 8 hit points. Other goblin is asleep. Then the hit point total is down to 12. On the next monster, and so on. Okay, okay. Um, roll me an attack, man. Y'all have to give me a minute to find his... Let's see. Um, I don't know if... There's a DC for him to succeed on. Creature... Yeah, I think it's just if there's enough hit points to affect a creature, it gets affected. Okay. And uh, I shall roll 5d8. Uh? I shall roll 5d8 to see if I can get it. <laughs> it's a d8. Yeah, it is. Is he's like half thrown into a wolf, you say? Yes, they're both like, um, like a wolf man hybrid. Um, but I, is he, um, is he like, does he, does he know that he's a boy? Does he want to be like, what, uh, is, is, can, can I communicate with him? You can try. Um, he's newly turned, so, um, but yeah, I'll, I'll let you roll to see if you can communicate. Um, well, what I would like to do is cast message as a cantrip. Mm-hmm. So I, I will have to point at the creature that I want to talk to, and then basically I'm sending a a, a mental message. Okay. So I, I would like to do that. Uh uh-huh. I guess it's safe to say it takes some extra minute to prepare the spell. I got a total of 37 hit points, by the way. So, okay. Vickle can do his message stuff and stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. What's that spell called? Sleep. Amazing. Mm-hmm. I agree. <laughs> it's, a really, <laughs> it's a really good spell if you can get it to work. Uh, what, uh, what's your message, Vickles? It's like, hey, kid, can you hear me? Hey kid, I need you to fight this, alright? We're gonna get you to your mom. If you can hear me, I need you to step aside. He takes a step back. I know you're out there, kid. Don't give up. If you can hear me again, step outside, step away from the, from the man. You hear in your head, Daddy. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> I say that out loud. <laughs> That's one hell of a highly pow- high-powered spell for first level. No, all I cast uh, it has a second level in oh, a second level spell slot. And then so, I just look at Kelsey. That's a bad, dude. <laughs> Here, how many hit points this is out of character? Does that uh, wolf thing have? See, I, that's what I was trying to look up and find. Uh, I don't think it's like eight or something. Because I guess at a second level, it's uh, 68 instead of 48. 
Uh, let me uh, see if I can find that. Is it like a Sander werewolf, or is it like a special character? I wish I would have taken that spell. <laughs> it's just a werewolf. Um, um, uh, it knock out the boy first, and then target the wolf. But so it's a uh, fifty-eight. That's the average, I think. Yeah. Fifty-eight. Okay. And, that, and that's what I do whenever I go with monsters. I go with the the average there. Cool. It's easier to roll all the dice. And so you go after the little boy first. Well, the spell works in ascending order from weakest to strongest. Mm-hmm. Lowest to highest. Okay. So he wouldn't. I wouldn't think he would be 58 because he's a younger werewolf. Would you agree with that? Sure. Okay. I mean, I was trying to figure it out because I wasn't anticipating this. <laughs> <laughs> You broke like. the DM on the first session. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. Session's over. Curse of Strahd. This is what happens. I'll talk to y'all later. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, I have a whole 18 intelligence from my racial bonuses and the stat entries. I will, uh, I will say that, um, the boy is, for ease of math purposes, I'm going to say 60 for the, uh, the man and 20 for him because I thought that's a third you know just because I can't do the other math that quick I was telling you last night I don't or I was telling Jim I don't like math <laughs> I don't it's alright most people I've met don't yeah um I can add one and one and two and two when they start throwing letters and fractions in there I'm like I'm going to FFA class so the kid be knocked out but yeah. Wolfman wouldn't be well, I mean, at least the kid won't pose, hopefully, in trouble. <laughs> I, um, Vickless, sir, well, since he has knocked out, you're, are you still connected to him? Is that how message works? Uh, I didn't know, can, I have it too. Can they answer, an, answer, answer back to you when you send them a message? They can the target, and only the target hear the message and can reply in a whisper okay. only to the Okay. Okay. Uh, I was gonna, I was gonna say yeah he can because I said so he can. <laughs> <laughs> That's like some now. grade level shit there. Yeah, um, I'm guessing, I'm guessing that it, it, it disconnects. It doesn't say any like what happens. It is, it tells you basically what the limitations are in terms of objects and whatnot. But, yeah. Well, I'm going to say that you're still connected, and you see a dream. As, as he falls asleep of his mother who you know y'all just send into the bar and a, another man who is not this guy here and then you get a fraction of a dream of this man here biting him and the little boy biting someone else and going too far and killing a little baby Oh, this is the part I hate about magic spells and mind shit. And with that, uh, roll me 1d4. 1d4. Is, is the woman changed? I mean, is she a werewolf too, or do we not know that? Like, has she been bitten? You don't know. Okay. So she could have uh, theoretically killed Stonemeyer in the bully walk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a four. Um, okay, um... I rolled a 16. What is your AC? 
Oh wait, you, you said before. Do you want to be playing? Yeah, no, no. I just want to know your AC to see if oh. you take damage from the uh, fourteen. Okay, so you take um, what's that? Was four damage? Yeah. Okay. Um, in the the image is that powerful that it kind of makes your like head drop back whenever mm -hmm. you see it. Okay. Um, because it is it, it's. Because you can feel his terror whenever he's whenever you see that. Okay. But at the same time, you feel his lust for for flesh and blood and and the hunt as he bites in to the little baby. Um, and as soon as he falls asleep, the the um wolf hybrid um quickly bends down, picks him up, throws him over his shoulder, and looks at Silmestra. We want to play with magic, do we? Watch him. If you want him back, if you want him back, then come and find me and my pack. We can do magic as well. And he turns and runs. How far is he away? Um, he's got a movement speed of at least thirty, so he's now uh, fifty-five feet away. Oh darn it! I said we have to throw a battle axe at him. <laughs> Hold on, you still, you can still throw one, one at him. It won't make. It. <laughs> if you roll a natural twenty plus, <laughs> it might. <laughs> Hold on, I'd like to cast one last spell. Okay. Acid arrow, second level evocation. Range is 90 feet. 90 feet? Um, mm -hmm. Adrian, look at that werewolf again if you can, and yes, tell sir. me what his AC is. See, I'm glad I got somebody sided in here that has yeah. the manual. <laughs> <laughs> I should have known. I knew this was coming. I should have known he was playing mock. I knew it. Uh, uh, he, he's smart. Yeah. Uh, uh, so What's that? One hour ago. Um, as a spell attack mod, you add your int modifier, right? Um, you're a wizard. I think mm -hmm. it's intelligence for you. Yeah. Yeah. So you'll add your um, intelligence modifier. Okay. Uh, total is twenty-four. Damage? No, not damage. Oh, okay. No, <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ! I need Eight. to get add some arrows. Twenty. <laughs> 22. 22 is okay. the one. Okay. And I guess it would be a call chatter of shorts, but um, Mr. Smesher is aiming for his legs. Okay. So that kind of dissolves him, but incapacitate. Uh -huh. What's his uh, AC, Vic, uh, Adrian? Uh, I think they put it with all the wear animals. Or uh, okay. So it's like, uh, okay. Uh. It's uh, 11. 11, okay. 11. Wait, hold on. 11 in human form, 12 in wolf form. 
the book. Okay, so yeah, you hit. Uh, <laughs> and how much damage? I am trying to read the sheet after I don't That's Um, I guess I'm not trying to necessarily kill him, but incapacitate him to his legs, so I could just roll a standard d6 or something, since I'm not trying to kill him. Uh, Oh, Oh, I just looked at the real damage, 44, but I'll say uh, 4 points of damage is when I'm aiming the cops. Uh, um, the acid arrow sails. Uh, well, you tell us what happened. Well, um, somewhat into herself. Oh, shit, 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 shit. Um, she is going to lightly touch her dagger and then draw, um, draw forth the dagger. But the dagger is not the dagger, if that makes any sense. It's a shimmering green arrow. <coughs> she holds it up in front of her face and blows on it. And it sails towards the creature's legs. Um, I guess making it so you can move at the moment. Melting through flesh. And it melts once it hits, right? Or does it stay lodged? Yeah, it melts once it hits. Okay, um... <laughs> How long does your sleep spell last? Up to an hour. An hour. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. As, as he stumbles and falls, little boy rolls rolls away, like off of his shoulders, you know. Um, and he spins around to look at the four of you and growls and, and kind of limping on the one leg and you hear him bark out no pun intended there at all either <laughs> <laughs> he uh, yells get the kid and get him away and as, as he does that a a female hybrid wolf snatches up the boy and basically puts her puts him on her shoulders and shifts into a regular werewolf and runs away. And this one is the man is standing there facing the four of you. And with that, roll for initiative. Okay. <laughs> if that's what we're gonna do. <laughs> yeah. Let's kill him. <laughs> 18 for Kelton. Kelton <laughs> got an 18? Yes, I did. I got a 7. 7? For, yes. 17 what? for some less You got 16 for Pickles. My dicey like me tonight. Um, I'm sorry for mucking up some of your plans. <laughs> oh, I love it. I just out of game. You're supposed to see him and give chase to him, not like beat his ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's hot. Um, Nicholas, you have a 16. 
He's of first. Oh, of course he did. <laughs> I love this website right now. And you can ask Michael last night. I was hating it <laughs> at some point yeah. in time. It was rough. It was in it. Take it away. Okay. Sounds like my dice. <laughs> it does. Um, okay, so uh, with that, he's really too far away to do anything so he's going hold on a second okay i thought the storm was here um he turns and runs and i don't know his movement speed so i'm going to say he moves uh he'll in, in try to is 40 feet 40 um but he does have the arrow damage so i'm going to cut that in half and say he moves twenty feet. Because I can't, I can't move fast. I couldn't move fast, so I had a wound in my leg. Um, so that's going to be his action and movement. Uh, Kelton, your turn. Uh, Kelton will kind of make the Hadouken motion and cast Eldritch Blast. Okay, roll me an attack. Uh, fourteen. And that will hit. Uh, 10 damage. Uh, you said 10? Yes. Okay, um. So, Mistra, your turn. Okay. Um. So, Mistra is going to cast um, Acid Arrow, which is a cantrip, mm-hmm. at Mr. Furry. Um, I got a 13 for the attack roll. That will hit. And then the d6 for the damage uh, mm-hmm. resulted in a 3. Okay. So say uh, melted away some of his flesh at his ribs uh, um Nicholas your turn so how far away is he right now uh if I'm doing my math right I think he's up to like 60 I see he was 25 and he moved to 30 so 75 no excuse me 75 Ooh. Right. I think that's right. Y'all, y'all call me out if I'm wrong on my math. He was 25. He moved 30. That would be 55. 55. And then the 20 feet because he was hurt would be 75. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the boy and the mother are, or not mother, the female werewolf are probably around a hundred feet away now. Okay. But we're only in combat with him, right? Right. She's not in combat. But you had the option of ending combat and going after him if you want to. Um, well, I'm actually... 
can, can Vickless escape out of combat? Yeah. Mostly because he's seen what happened to the boy and he's seen him bite somebody. So Vickless at this point is a bit concerned about the mother inside of the, of, uh, of the tavern. Yeah, um, you're still right there, Adam. You can, um, your movement will allow you to get in and then get back out here if you want to check on her. If you're like maybe five feet away. From the, okay. So I would like to. Actually, and who is, um. Hmm. Who is coming after Vickless? Uh, Ahmed. Alright, so I'm just gonna dash in and check on um, on the mom. That is on the. So that's okay. what Vickless is going to do. Yeah. Okay. Um, um. Go ahead. So I'm gonna go into the inn while, you know, these guys are still trying to stop this other guy, and I'm going to rush in and very desperately look for this woman. Um, and once he, once Victus finds it, finds it, the woman, uh, he just kind of like grabs her by the shoulders. I'm, I'm assuming that this woman's still kind of shaking. It's like, listen, listen to me, listen to me. Are you bitten? No, but he did kill his little sister. Was anybody else in your family bitten? No, just him. Do you know anything about? the person that turned your husband into a werewolf. My husband's not a werewolf. Oh wait, out of, out of game, I thought that... He did say daddy, but he's... This is the man who turned him. Oh, okay. So okay, he okay. would thank his dad. You know okay. what I mean? Does that make sense? Okay, 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 I got, I got it now, I got it now. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, let's step back one. So basically it's gonna be like, who is the man? Who is the man that turned your son into that? I, I don't know. They just they came in out of the mist from a, from from a city about thirty miles away. What's the name of the city? You had to ask. <laughs> I couldn't remember. Um, Dagaport. Oh, oh, that's what it's called. Dagaport. Let me. Uh, here we go. All right. Yeah, it's something like that. I'll, I'll have the true name. I'll go with Daggerpoint for right now. Okay. All right, and then I'm gonna be, I'm gonna steal Hogan's like, look, you're gonna be safe here, but you gotta stay here. And then I'm gonna signal to Stonemeyer to come over. Oh, what is it? You still I'll have your axe? Oh, the blood axe, right? All right, werewolves are after this woman. You need to protect her, keep her safe, keep her here until we come back. I'll give my life before they get to her. Alright, mate. Don't go flying. <clears throat> oh, you kissed my flying ass. You... I, out of game, I can't do it in game, but Calton would add, we're running. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Yeah. So Vickless will step out. And then he just yells, I know where he's going. Where? Daggerport. Do I? Would we know what that is? One in your group. Shoot. Okay. We'll say um, it's probably not Kelton because he just got here. Yeah. Uh, that's 
to Mistra upon hearing the word or the city name Daggerport because the DM can't remember the actual name of the city and he's making one up on the fly you recognized it uh, met at the same time you you have heard a little bit about you've heard the name before yeah okay um both of you roll me a history check uh oh I got it oh yeah that's right Oh wow, my dice do good on me when it turns to something stupid. <laughs> That's why that natural 20 was totally wasted because he didn't want to fight you. <laughs> <laughs> I got a 16 on the dice. Uh, <laughs> so 17 plus 4 is 21, plus 2 is 20, 4, 3, 4, 3. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my favorite subject in school was lunch. Uh, <laughs> believe me, if y'all could see me, you would know. Um, okay, Ahmed, you know where about the city is. Um, you know it's east of this village. Uh, Silmestra. You not only know where the city is, you how? know how to get there, and you also know a rumor that it is a like it's kind of like has a dark aura about it. There's rumors of things and people going missing there. So. Would it be safe to assume that we're out of initiative, or are we still doing battle with the foe? He's still there. I mean, y'all can let him run because you know where he's going, or y'all can continue killing him and hopefully taking his head. <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, not my turn in the initiative. Oh, no, it's Vigilus. You still have an action. What? <laughs> okay. Yeah, you just did movement. Um, but okay, is, this, is this an action? Well, yes. I can't really hit him with anything that I have because it's too far away. Um, what I would do? Well, let me let me ask you this. So, Matt is next. Um, are, is he, are you gonna be able to do anything on your turn? Like, can you reach him? He is, like I said, seventy-five feet away. Yeah, I can only move twenty-five feet. <laughs> um, hmm. I don't know if a full if you take a full round action and double your movement it'd be fifty feet, but that'd just be running. I don't know if it does it in fifth edition. I know three point five does. I would um, let you put up your weapons and run. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. A dash action is using your movement twice. And that's for going in action. Right. So 30 feet turns into 60 feet a minute. But, I mean, he, he it's could flexible. move 50 because he's 25. Mm-hmm. So he could move up to 50. Yeah, that's what right. I do. So, that's what you do? Yeah. Okay. So Vickless is just going to uh, pull out his loot and he's going to play a 
he's going to play three chords and he's going to basically give uh, Matt the uh, Bardic Inspiration roll for when he needed. Does the, uh, does the sound go like... Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> I could grab my guitar and figure something out for further sessions. Oh, yeah. I, I, I've been wanting to. Oh, you play guitar too? Oh, yeah. Dude, if you can do that, that would be awesome. I'll be your music on demand. Oh. <laughs> See, I, yeah, play I play radio. guitar, too. <laughs> <laughs> I play the radio and YouTube. <laughs> um, okay, uh, then that's and... your action is to dash. And with that, he comes back around to the werewolf, who uses his action, because he forgot about it, the dash action, and dashes away 60 feet. Bah, you kids back here, you filthy dog! <laughs> oh, he can't talk to you because he's a wolf. Uh, he just growls at you and like, listens to you. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, with that, it, it goes to Kelton. Uh... I guess it looks like everybody is running after this guy, so Kelton will run after the people. Okay. So am I to assume that everybody's going to run after him? I'm, I, it just seems like it's going that way. Like yeah. <laughs> okay. The master, are you going to run after him as well? While taking a pull from her wine flask to study her nose. Because uh, her hands are shaking. Okay, well, it gets back up to um, the wolf, and he's going to dash once again and move up to 60 feet away. And with that, he gets lost as he turns around a corner. It's like he runs 55 feet and then turns and runs 5 feet. I take that back. I, f- I forgot about him being hurt. Um, he'll move like, say, 40 feet and then and turn. I could say he's gotten some adrenaline in him or something. Okay. Um, if y'all look cool with him moving the 60 feet then, yeah, I mean, the, the DM needs him to move like <laughs> 60 feet. <laughs> <laughs> so he'll, he'll move the 60 feet and turn down like an alley. Alright, so Kelton, are you still running after him? Yep. Okay, somebody needs to be like humming like a chasing, you know, like. <laughs> He's the eye of the tiger. It's the eye of the werewolf. Yeah. And <laughs> Actually, y'all... I guess Kelton would be singing it's the eye of the bugbear, but. He likes <laughs> Um, as I'm going to just narrate this like y'all are running as well if y'all somebody wants to do something different let yeah. me know um, y'all get to where he turns down and you see his paw prints but they end they go down part way of the alley and then there's 
no more Paul friends, and y'all are now out of initiative. Oh, slippery dark. Okay, what do y'all do now? Y'all are standing Oof. in a little alley, like two businesses or houses on either side of you. Well, shall we travel to Daggerfall? Um, and seek this pack of evil beast. So Mestre gives a weak shrug. Out of out of game, it is completely bullshit that I wanted to order a headset on Amazon because this cord's all messed up and it's gonna take a week and a half to ship. Oh, <laughs> eBay, man, that's the way to go. Yeah, I found eBay's the most accessible. So that's why I use it. Yeah, I got the one that I'm using for like two dollars or something free shipping. Not bad audio quality. Nah, it could be better, but it was cheap. Because Bluetooth and my computer don't act real well. Mine together. doesn't either. That's why I don't even know if this order went through, actually. Well, you out on Amazon, be sure to order me Xanathar's Guide to Everything. And, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's, uh, what's Vic, Vicless doing? Did he stay behind or did he chase? Uh, I, I he he gave chase. And okay. y'all all arrive and see the... The last two friends. Shall, shall we all purchase a belt and head towards Daggerfall? And Vickless is just like basically, basically catching his breath, like. <laughs> so, um, werewolves. Yeah, um, the mother's okay. If any of you is wondering about that, uh, I don't know anything about Daggerfall. Uh. Submission will pipe up um, while also offering the wine glass to Vickle for a pull if he so chooses to. Um, yeah. <laughs> Vickle's grabs the, the He wine hasn't glass. drank in like one minute, so yeah, he's thirsty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He says, well, little, I so Vickles just grabs the, the wine glass and, and just kind of like nods, no, thank you, and then just take, takes a quick sip and returns with task. Alright. <clears throat> yeah, so Furbos, Daggerfall. Uh, the city is known for its uniqueness. It's uh, not pleasant. About 30 miles away, usually uh, reports of strange things, dark things. They interesting, fascinating, good research. But, I mean, I think that's where our furry friend was heading. Boy, it'd be a werewolf to Daggerfall. I don't know if that has scientific merit, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Considering everything that's happened this night, I'll take it. And she takes another swig from the wine glass. <laughs> <laughs> What's Kelton doing? Uh, he is. Okay, it, it broke up there a little bit. What, everybody's still just running after the uh, werewolf? No, um, he has disappeared, and y'all are standing at the final two prints that he left. Uh, he's, he's, just, he's just looking down, studying the prints. Roll me a perception check. Uh, 15. You notice that the prints are 
human in shape and see the ground right here seems to be kind of dry uh if you guys look well party i shouldn't say guys we have a lady uh, if <laughs> you all look down here it looks like these prints are human in shape but the ground appears to be dry almost like it is scorched almost like it's burned Hey, can I use my survival skills to, like, maybe sniff him out or track him? Excuse me. You can. Okay. Roll me a survival check. Okay. Um, it'd be more in investigation check, so if you're... Yeah, I would say investigation. Okay. Yeah, he, he don't know nothing. Another one. <laughs> you know it's dirt. <laughs> it's I dirt. did dirt. <laughs> it is uh, quickly getting wetter, but it is dirt. Let me check the time. So Victor is just going to add to the party and said, well, is anybody an expert on werewolves? Do you have feelings for bugbears but can't tell anyone? Do you want to tell a certain bugbear that you really like the way that their fur curls around their eyes but can't due to your family's dislike of bugbears? Well, problem is solved. Right here at Buglow can hook you up with any of your phantasmal dreams, all you have to do is submit four gold pieces and we will ship you something that you will definitely enjoy discreetly through snail mail. Um, roll... Y'all all roll me a, uh, I, w I would say a, a history check there. Oh, that was okay. Yeah. Let's see. Big Blue's got 19. 17 total. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I got a 10. You know, werewolves are. Werewolf. <laughs> uh, 14. You just did hit the number. I had 14 in my head. Um, Nicholas, you know, of course, what Semestra said to you about Dagger, Daggerport. Um, that seems to be a lot of werewolves in that area and a lot of uh, despair and um, for lack of a better term, otherworldly things going on. Uh, you know that werewolves are in packs. There's usually a a leader, an alpha male. There's usually a second in command, and there's one who takes care of all the 
quote unquote jobs that need to be taken care of. Um, Silmestra, with uh, uh, with what you have read, um, and with Daggerport, you have heard rumors because you read like newspapers and missives and notes that there is a forest near Daggerport that is rumored to be um, a den of werewolves. And Kelton, with your knowledge, you know that um, that werewolves are intact and they, their bite will, will turn someone usually if it does not kill them first. As we're standing here, I'll just relay what I know to the rest of the party. Okay. And Ahmed, you know that when a werewolf's fur gets wet, it smells really bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, so, what do y'all want to do? Uh, I'm going to take a, a page from, from uh, Kelton's, and I'm just going to do the same thing, just kind of relay what I know to the party. Smash will pipe up about the forests near the city being of particular interest due to reports and dubious scientific merit. <laughs> and they may have good wine. <laughs> what? Werewolf gifts. It's picture of tomorrow. That would be interested two party members at least. <laughs> um so, as y'all are standing here looking at this, the, the woman has escaped with the boy. Um, not that y'all could have caught her anyway, you know, but, but she has escaped. Um, the rain is, is starting to pick up slightly instead of a, like, fog. It's starting to kind of uh, sprinkle slightly. You know, like um, when the storm cloud rolls in and you have a couple drops here and there you know and then all of a sudden it's like a zipper has been unzipped and the water is turned on um, you, you can tell that it looks like it's fixing to flood and may wash away evidence you know I don't know when there's a good moment in the game Maybe right now, but I don't think we've described our characters to each other. No, not really. Uh, Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm a blind guy sitting here with a computer in my laptop. We're sitting here, just like resting after the exertion. So. Yes, I, I'm looking over y'all like from a high vantage point, <laughs> manipulating here and there. Y'all are trying to manipulate me. I flip you the bird. <laughs> and then go back on my way. But no, seriously. Yeah, y'all, uh, describe your characters. If you want to. Whoever wants to can go first. Okay. I'll go first. Amit, he has fiery red hair, emerald green eyes, stands five foot tall. Like I said, he has muscle on top of muscle. This picture, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger, if you know who he is, just with a fiery red hair, beard, green eyes. 
and he has two battle axes, which is uh, it's just, he considers his two best friends, and he's wearing um, leather pants and boots, and that's it. <laughs> no shirt. No I'm shirt. Like, I like this guy. This guy means business. <laughs> Oh, but he's got a weak beard. I um, who wants to go next? You want anybody speak at once? I'll do it. I'll do it. Um, so Vickless, he, he has brown eyes. He's about medium height, like five ten. Uh, black hair. He does have a beard. Um, you know, like very light beard. He looks young, he looks like he's probably around, let's say, 30, or like 20, between 25 and 30, but he's actually 80. Um, wow. He, he, yeah, he's a half, half elf, so like, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he carries his loot in, in, uh, you know, in a strap around his back, and uh, it just it looks um, like... Polish wood, and it does have a small kind of sign engraved onto it uh, at the bottom part of the loot. And the other side, he carries his bag. Um, as far as what he wears, uh, he basically would wear kind of like medieval, not peasant clothes because he's been around for a while, but more like middle class medieval entertainer clothes, I guess. And uh, he favors the color green. Oh yeah, and he has a. Uh, and, and one side he has his rapier. Uh, the other side he has a dagger. And the head. And the head is in the bag. Yes. You guys want me to describe that? Um, yeah. So Vlad the Rootless, um, he used to talk a lot. <laughs> so Vickless kind of performed a bit of a lobotomy onto it. So he he's kind of mummified a little bit. So he he kind of says, or he kind of follows whatever Vickless kind of asks him to do. Uh, he doesn't he, talk back as much. He doesn't talk back as much. No, after, after a little incident with the jetty, there he uh, to do that. Um, it looks like a mummified head. Uh, it's very dry. The eyes um, are still in the sockets, but they they move very slowly, like pacing back and forward. And there's no lips. You can uh, you can actually see the, the teeth um, all the time grinding at you. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want me to describe Kelton again, or since I'd done it earlier? Oh yeah, you did. <laughs> I can do it again. Yeah, do it. Yeah, okay. sure. All right. Um, while y'all are doing that, I'm step away just for a minute. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Kelton is about six foot. He's Slightly build, not overly muscular, and kind of looks athletic. Um, he has long, tawny hair. He has bright green eyes. Um, kind of has a beard. It's well trimmed, like it's not a dwarven beard or, beard or anything like that. Um, he has a crossbow on his back. He has a wizard or a sorcerer's staff on his in his right hand 
Um, there's a dagger poking out on his person, and I guess that's... I thought he had another weapon. I guess that's it. And he basically wears, like, kind of like a travel travel cloak, kind of like you would think a ranger would wear, something like that. Very functional medieval clothes. Talking about me now. I was I was describing in great detail, Kelton. <laughs> what about the uh, tattoo of the bugbear? Did you tell him about that one? <laughs> no, but there is a tattoo on of a bugbear on his left shoulder blade. <laughs> it's usually covered by what he's wearing. But those who are close to him, his friends, know that he has it. Um, he got it in a very drunken stupor the night of the bugbear encounter. Oh my he goodness. will not confirm or deny if he still wishes it to be part of his being. But it's there. And he's a subscriber to Bug Love, where you can get all of your bugbear <laughs> fantasy fulfilled. I can neither confirm nor deny that. And and speaking of that, um, I talked to Adrian and Jesse about this. Um, If anybody wants to record commercials, you know, feel free to. And just send them to me and I'll put music with them or you can put music with them and we'll put them into the episodes. We really like it and enjoy it. You know, the funny thing is when you said it was sponsored, I thought we actually had a sponsor for a second. We do. It's by Rusty Shorn Shop. I mean, you want quality, you know, go somewhere I'm, else. I'm a, uh, out of game sponsor. Uh, no, nobody's going to sponsor us to capitate people. <laughs> <laughs> um, Michael, did you uh, describe uh, Sylvester? Ooh, I was up next or up last, I guess. Um, Sylvester is about three inches. Above my feet, about 110 I you were pounds. Say three inches tall for a second. <laughs> <laughs> a pixie. <laughs> All that was fun. Um, no, but uh, she's about five three, 110 pounds. Uh, her skin is the color of rosewood or dark milk chocolate. She has deep green hair, uh, bright green eyes, since there appears to be a green motif going around the party. Yes, there is. <laughs> and her features are a mix between a human and an elf because she's a half elf. Uh, she wouldn't be described as beautiful, but maybe handsome or comely. Um, she must often wears. It is in the eye it. of the beholder. You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Nah, she's good, man. Uh, she most often wears a faded green tunic festooned with pockets brown breeches into calf-length boots, uh, a worn forest green traveling cloak, and of course a big-ass backpack compared to, you know, for her size, little manners of stuff, and a dagger on the hip and a quarterstaff in the hands. Alright, um, <clears throat> so we'll, uh, hopefully I can find this pretty easy and, you know, put a commercial right here. So, uh, just to let everyone know, the second half is sponsored by a very famous restaurant in Waterdeep. You can get any kind of bakery items that you want at these nuts. (laughs) 
These nuts offer a variety of roasted nuts, pecans, walnuts, Brazil nuts, and the famous dragon nuts that are more than a mouthful. Be sure to stop into your local Dee's Nuts for available prices and a variety of items. You ain't got the dragon nuts. <laughs> if you're not eating dragon nuts, then you're hungry all the time. One Get dragon nut can serve nuts. your whole party. <laughs> Standing around the last two prints of the werewolf um, that had obviously turned, if not fully, at least partially back human and has disappeared. Uh, the rain is starting to pick up, which will wash away all evidence. Um, Let's see, um, Ahmed, roll me a perception check. Okay. I got a six. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, uh, all that you can tell is that you want to get a drink (laughs) um and with that the the rain is starting to pick up with even instead of a sprinkle it's starting to turn into a drizzle and the time is I'm going to say roughly around 6 o'clock in the evening but it's it's as dark as though it was 10 or 11 because of the clouds and storm overhead. What um, do y'all want? Light. Go ahead. Um, it says I'm going to cast light. And okay. Touch my hand, my quarterstaff. Uh, bathing everything in my stuff. So, not too bright, but bright of the green stick. Alright. Yeah, I use light a lot in uh with my sorcerer or if he had till anybody else had dark vision. I said I'll just hold on to your shoulders then. <laughs> Get me another cantrip. Um, so what? I always y'all... forget about light sources because my other character is dark vision, so I don't even think about it. Right. And then, that's why I picked the dwarf in the one shot. I was gonna have me some damn dark vision. <laughs> <laughs> So what do y'all want to do now? You can stand here and talk in the rain. You can go back to the bar. I mean, pretty much anything is is up crap. So Vickles would like to share what he saw when he was connected via message to the little boy, to the rest of the group. Okay. And he wants to suggest to the group to go back and perhaps talk to the to the mom a little bit more just to get more information of to like where they lived in in the Daggerfall and you know where where can we start looking once we get there okay 
Do y'all want to head back to the bar? Sounds like a plan to me. I yeah. tend to follow the bard. Everything's always interesting when I follow Vickless. Hey, uh, <laughs> no tickling this, this run. Oh, uh, you guys need to hear the story about <laughs> how he tickled a crocodile. Nope, no, they don't. <clears throat> so, so we're fighting this giant crocodile, and... And he's his, telling y'all this as you walk back to the bar. Yeah, his, his idea to defeat it, you know, I'm trying to shoot magic at it, our other cohorts are doing whatever the hell they're doing, and he's like, oh, I'm going to tickle in the submission. Well, that didn't go very well, considering we all almost died. And I'm just going to, like, kind of interrupt Kelton. It was a spell, mate. It didn't work out, but it was technically a spell. You know, you know, I found out if you tickle Bugbear in a certain spot. Oh. It gets really, really happy. <laughs> that was that, that was that one drunken night. I mean, I had had... I forget what that L we were drinking was. It was something very strong. It, it, it looked like a elven goddess. I mean, to tell uh, the truth. Something, something Evan Reed. Uh, that's when that's when Kelton was crawling out of the back room and the bugbear reached her paw out, grabbed him by the nape of the neck. Come back. That was actually really funny. I wish there was the audio of that still just. Oh. I don't think I got it anymore. I think I deleted all of that stuff. Um. So as y'all were walking back to the bar, uh. So, Mister, roll me a perception check. Uh, sure. So, out of character, are we to like, are we to assume everybody's new to this area, or, or have some of them lived here before? Like, um, Vickles has been here for roughly a week and a half. Um, he stumbled on it because him and uh, Stonemaier had told him that he owned a bar in this little village and he just oh. stopped by sometimes pretty much like right after the old yeti incident oh. that that somebody doesn't want to talk about because he, he hates it that i'm going to keep bringing up to him if i get the chance <laughs> by all means 14 for that check 14 you oh. notice that the rain is starting to wash away all of the tracks of the werewolf that you could have followed at least if not straight to their den to closer to it um a lot of wine so y'all step up onto the um like porch outside just a bar and um, what do you do now? Do you walk in? Do you talk? Do you not? I'm gonna walk in, and I'm just gonna yell. What was his name? Timber? Tinder? Tinder? Timber. Timber. I think. Timber. He's gonna yell. Timber. Dragon fist. Round. Down. But you, <laughs> you have an axe right there at your throat, and then it moves away. Oh. I thought he might have been a fucking werewolf coming in here. Yeti killer! Yeah. Bug yeah. lover! How did you, how did you know that, sir? Oh, man, Vickless, we got, 
we talked and he sang me a song about uh, you sure you want me to repeat this in front of everybody? Well, I want you to know that I was very drunk. Vicless, you made a song about it. Uh, you're well, famous, though. <laughs> you're welcome. It's not about the great tooth one is not as great as the great puzzle or something like that. I, I can't remember. It was... Is, oh, that's is, my ga- is my gallon still there? Yeah. I will take a large drink of it. <laughs> you know, I've tried to banish those memories for two years and they still keep coming up. I mean, I have nightmares about it. Uh, roll me a constitution check. The great tooth drink. <laughs> I, I didn't describe the mug, but it's got a picture of a, a bear face snarling <laughs> on it. And, and behind the bar while he rolls, you see um, Timber like shakily walking like he's just, he just can't believe it. And then he, he sees Kelt and he's like, oh, oh, he's like, two, one, oh. Uh, 15. Again. <laughs> um, you, uh. And like I said, Timber's right there, and he's, he's just going crazy, you know, like, oh, yeah, oh. And Stone Myers says, oh, God. You know, I just wish he'd shut the hell up. That's all he's talked about since you guys walked out the door. Oh, the great telephone. Oh, the, you know, I don't get a good God thing. I'm going to send a message to Tim, Timber. Bow to your God. <laughs> <laughs> he falls to his knees and hits his head. <laughs> I don't know if you're going for that with his voice, but he remind. I keep thinking of WWE wrestler Paul, our manager Paul Bear. And it's exactly what's <laughs> going. Because uh, I'm watching the old Rawls, and he's he's been on there. That's who reminds me of. Loved him. He was one of my favorites. He was actually really an Undertaker uh, mortician in real life. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah. I, I look I looked over to Stonemeyer. I knock it off for you. Well, I'll pray to you. I'll tell you what, I'll give you I'll give you a shot or something if you're willing to drink it. Uh, we have to figure out this werewolf situation, but let's do it. Alright. I'll be right back. Uh, um, I'm, I'm gonna walk over to the bar and ask what they got to eat. Um, oh, that runs made him hungry. <laughs> <laughs> they got your typical, um, typical like bar food. And as um, Stonemeyer walks back, oh, you want something to eat? And yeah, well, we got this shipment in from this from this place down in Waterdeep. It's called These Nuts. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. <laughs> well, they got a special on right now. And they got these little nutty dragon cakes right here. They're not bad. Not bad at all. You ever had Yeti Stone, Meyer? Have you ever had a foot in your ass? That was a serious question. Of course I had yeah. Yeti meat. It tastes like shit. I mean, I figured you, killed the, you guys killed the Yeti, so I thought you'd sample something. 
Uh, can I roll for a ham sandwich? <laughs> uh, you, can get, you can get one for a cost. <laughs> you if you get a crisp for a roll for a ham, you get like <laughs> you get like a, a natural 20, you get like 80 ham sounds. <laughs> <laughs> um, or one dragon nut. Depends what you want. Um, of course I had yeti meat. I'm bathing that yeti's blood. Oh, and I love every bit. That, that's a little creepy there, bud. Oh, if you hate it yet as much as I do. Oh, why, why do you, why do you hate yeti? Did you have a bad experience? Did they kill your family or something? Oh, hell no, they didn't kill my family. My family was tough as hell. Was, what happened was, I was a little kid, and I had this dream of this deer who had a red nose. And this guy kept chasing me. Kept chasing me like, oh, I'm gonna eat you! And the little reindeer was like, meh, meh, meh. And he's like, I'm gonna eat you! And it just really pissed me off. In other words, I was trying to describe Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And the bump. Yeah. And then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, yeah, they're not there. I, I actually, I don't know if you guys know what Funko Pops are, but I actually have a pop oh, yeah. of the uh, Bumble thing over here. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> it's the only oh. one I wanted from the Rudolph thing. Oh, that is freaking sweet. Because uh, of obsessed with Bigfoot in your life, so. <laughs> I always liked it a little bit. Yeah, um, so what do y'all want to do now? Uh, so, just sitting here waiting for whatever the shot's gonna be. Oh, yeah, well, the DM forgot, because he's a... <laughs> he plays with his... So uh, while we're waiting imagine. for the uh, we're waiting for the shot, Nicholas is just kind of go and just check on Darlene. He's just checking on Darlene. Uh-huh. Um, he places a shot in front of you. It's a regular shot glass, and it's full of a thick red liquid. And he touches a match to it and lights it on fire. Drink it while it's hot there. I will down it like a champion. And I will ask you to roll Constitution. You're, you're walking that line, man. <laughs> uh, 17. God, Hold on. I know, I, was, I thought I'd get like a I'm not making Kelton a jock, but I feel like he would look over at some Semestra or Semestra and be like, watch this bookworm. Taking <laughs> <laughs> notes for research purposes. Vickless, maybe you should fill her in on the uh, previous people we ran about, ran with. You could write a book on that. <laughs> roll me a. Uh, can you roll the D100? Me? Uh-oh. Yep. Uh-oh. Uh, oh, no. Can't fail. Pick a number between 1 and 100. <coughs> 79. 79. What you got? I use that trick 
with Siri all the time, like when I'm trying to decide between two books on what to read, I'm like, okay, if it's odd, it'll be this. If it's even, it'll be this. Yeah, I do that all the time with a lot of things. <laughs> TV you shows can... to watch. Go ahead. That's how I ended up blowing the game on Oh, that's cool. Really? Come on, oh, man, I love that character. Um, you can detect the thoughts of any creature around you for one minute. Oh, um, I will just kind of read the thoughts of the party. Okay, they'll have to tell you what they are thinking. Uh, Vicklis, what are you thinking? Um, well, right now, I'm, um, while you guys are having the shots, I'm actually talking to Darlene. So, um, I still have the memory of what happened to the kid in my head. And I am also thinking of Darlene as I'm kind of like sitting right next to her um, trying to calm her down. Um, she is a, a fairly beautiful woman. What is our dwarf thinking? Oh, I'm thinking about how I wanted to uh, kick that werewolf's ass and imagine this sandwich was a piece of werewolf meat. I will... Slyly give you a thumbs up, and you have no idea why. Right. Uh, what is Semester thinking? Um, one half of the mind is occupied with the best spells and get information helped out, and yet is occupied. How she can use her acid splash cantrip to help the stool suck your fire lady to make you fall. <laughs> I kind of look at you and, like, just shake my head. And uh, last but not least, what is Stonemaier thinking? Please be flawed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he's kind of thinking about the, the deer with the red nose and, and the yeti. He's kind of shuddering, and then all of a sudden his mind flops over to this uh, very comely-looking dwarf that that he knows very well and then it pops over to a, a picture of a female orc naked in his bed <laughs> with this thought I will down half of my challenge <laughs> and kind of shake like you know like a dog does when it's wet I'll shake to try to get the thoughts out of my head and, and as you're are you, are you still looking at it yes He's I'm kind of looking wide-eyed now. <laughs> He's licking his <laughs> lips. Can um, I make a better note to talk to Vic about this later? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, hell of a hangover in the morning. Yeah. Uh, so, what do y'all want to do now? Vicklis, you're talking to Darlene, right? Yeah, あ、あ、ちょっと、え、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま
<laughs> oh, would, would you like another shot? No, I'm good. Because <laughs> um, Nicholas, she's uh, she's telling you. He, I, I I don't know when when he got bit. I I know he got taken over over a week ago, and and, and he came back and he was he was changed and and earlier this afternoon he he just he showed up with that man that he's with and and, and he just he just bit the baby and just, and she started shuddering at the thoughts of it so as she's yeah. doing that I'm very casually going to lift my finger my, my hands gonna be on the side and I'm going to lift my finger and I'm going to point it at uh, at Sinestra, Sinestra, and I am going to cast message. And I'm going to basically just just kind of think and say it's like so. I cannot do it because my knowledge of magic is somewhat limited. But I bet you probably could read her thoughts right now. I can take. I no, I cast detect magic. I actually have the read thoughts thing too. Oh, you do too? Damn it! Yeah, I got it with today when we were up, like, updating, or leveling up. All right. Well. Well, yeah. with um, right now, uh, Kelton can still read thoughts. And he uh, gets do I have to be close to them? No, you can read anywhere. I'm going to try to read Darlene's thoughts then. Okay. Um, cool. You read everything that she has said to Nicholas, mm-hmm. and but you get the image of her baby in the crib with its throat ripped out and blood everywhere. I, ca- I cast detect magic. Uh, Kelton is visibly, visibly shaken by this image he just got mm-hmm. everybody around the bar just kind of sees him look horrified okay um there you there's no magic around oh. other than um well, I thought what, it was cast as, well, that's spell. What it's the best say, um, was a spell it yeah that, that, that's the only magic is in the um I was just doing it just for the effect to show that he glows when magic goes off I um <laughs> you want me to pick a color, or do you want to pick a color? You can pick a color. Uh, any color will work? Yeah. He turns pink. <laughs> so, um, is... Vickless is with her, but everybody else is in the same... We're all in the same place, right? Yeah. So, I just saw an image from Darlene of a baby in... The crib with the throat crack and blood everywhere. And now you see a pink morph there as well. <laughs> oh, <there's> a pink <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> so, I was gonna finish a conversation with Darlene and I'll be like, alright, um, as I still kind of like basically just tell me to like, um, Told her everything's gonna be okay. I'd be like, do you, do you have any any family anywhere that you could go? I, I have family in in Waterdeep, but this 
this is just my home. I I I'm, I want I want my son back. And and I know that there's there, there's spells that can remove that curse or, or so I've heard. You, you don't happen to know one, do you? No, I'm very simple, boy. Uh, I can always hope, I guess. Vicklis's chances of spending a night in the sheets with Darlene just went down. <laughs> Although, you could take my mind off of this. <laughs> How big is your flute? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, um, but she, she's just really distraught and it's it's not affecting you but it's you can almost feel like um you know when you're when someone that you're around is sad you start to feel sad yeah um you, you're starting to get that feeling because she's she's like grasping at straws right now so Vickliz is going to just tell her She's gonna grab her, like basically grab her clothes and be like, look, you can stay here. Uh, my friend Stonemaier will look after you. You can't leave this place until we solve this because they're after you. And they will not stop until they get you. I have no idea why they're after you. And I cannot promise that I can get your son back. But I'll try my best. Then. And I have to have hope. I, I will hope that you will return with him, and and I'll do whatever I can for you. Um, well, what would be really helpful if you remember anything at all about the person that was with your son? A name. Only the only thing I can remember because I've only seen him once, and his name is Gray Wolf, and that, that's the only name that I that I heard my heard my son say. I, I I don't know if he was talking about he 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 was gray, and he was calling him a gray wolf, or or if that's his name. Okay. Well, with that, he's just gonna give her a kiss on the uh, on the forehead, and then just walk away. And then he's gosh, uh, because he's gonna grab uh, his his uh, his uh, dragon piss, and then sit right next to Kelton, <clears throat> and then he's just gonna uh, drink his his drink quietly. Um, as you sit down, her head snaps up. Did you ever tell her your name? I'm going to assume that you did. I think he did. Okay. Yeah. Mr. Vickless. Mr. Vickless. I uh, remember something. I, I remember my, my son saying, whenever he got near us, I held a, a silver coin. And, and he was really scared of it. Silver, right? Yeah, and, and that's—I just remember he—that's that, what made him run away. But 
but I was too late. All right. Thank you. Yes, sir. And she and goes there. back to the, the staring at a glass in front of. So where's uh, I'm seeing it right next to Kelton, but where's everybody else right now? Are they both just sitting around? Or? Um, I know Ahmed is up at the bar, and I'm assuming that Sylvester is up there as well. Okay. So I'm just gonna turn to Kelton as like so. I got a, I got a weird image after drinking that shot. It's almost like I can read everybody's thoughts. And I saw a crib with Darlene and a murdered baby with blood in her lap. Yeah, that's about, that's about sums it up. Look, man, I think if we're going to go down this path, this is probably going to be really, really messed up. Yeah, I'm sure it is. It just has a feeling to it. Oh, you ain't that but a bunch of puppies. Wait, what? What? ain't nothing but a bunch of puppies. Oh, you got that right. Little furry dog. I'll chop their heads off. Just in a bunch of puppies. What do I know? I just, the wolves. And there's a. You like, like you're scared of a little werewolf. We're gonna have to try to obviously try to find a child. And then with that, then I'm just gonna. Um, so, Semestra so, so is around, right? Or is it? Like, she can hear the conversation that I'm having with Kelpu? Or no? Yes. Okay. Um, so unless she wants to be somewhere else. Uh, you want to be up there with them, Sylvester? Yeah, I think Michael might be muted. I cast unmute. <laughs> <laughs> I get a natural oh, one. Being awesome. Yeah, yeah. I was saying, yeah, I was doing that. I was with Nicholas. He was talking to me. Okay. okay. I thought you was wrong. So I was gonna ask her. Um, so you mentioned a forest before. The forest is outside the city limits. Let's take these logs. Those are real. These werewolves have covered all again. There's some congregation there. So that may be where our current members went to. Yeah. Roll uh semester, roll me a history check. Twenty-four. Um, as you're talking about the forest and the den, you remember um that um uh, werewolves can only be harmed by silver, otherwise they can heal themselves. While slow, uh, well, they heal themselves regular, you know, with um, when it's a regular weapon, but silver makes them heal slower. Um, in an effort, failing in her search to find a pipe or something to smoke, um, 
she'll continue on with uh, her tangent related to the forest. Um, just sort of... Darlene, she was on the right track that over and worlds of they can regenerate normally from most effects, but silver is particularly debilitating, and that does seem to be scientific proof. So I should be saying we need to be getting some silver weapons. That's yeah. the right idea. Probably would have hurt. Oh, you, you need some silver weapons, do you? Oi. Oh, Wait. what? I wonder how fast werewolves heal from magical attacks. Okay, because that's what I was thinking about. I was wondering that. Uh, and I assume my dagger would be silver, right? No. Oh. Not unless it is specifically silver. Oh, okay. Um, otherwise, it's just like a typical pocket knife, dagger. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. You wouldn't be having any kind of silver axes, would you? Oh. Because I'm a little bit particular to the axe. Well, got me on silver axe, but I can't let that go. Oh. Well, I do. <laughs> Is that what you use to kill the Yeti? Yeah, damn right. That's what I use. Did, to did you right run up to it when it swung? Did you run towards the piece? Well, that has to run. I made him kneel before me. No, you didn't. Oh, Vickless. He wasn't there. He doesn't know. If we were gonna rate, if we were gonna rate your flying ability from a skill of one to ten, how beautifully did you fly when you got kicked in the ass? Oh, it's a ten point eight. Right into the air, he said, "Why cut it off?" And then went back and skinned it and made an awesome catch. Don't say anything. Don't say a word. Nicholas, you're gonna have to tell me. Away from him. Why are you saying about how when I lifted that tree up? Because you were gonna laugh about me swimming, but no, I just lifted up the tree and popped it right across the river. No, no, just tell me about the draw flying. You know what? Find your own silver. Look, look, I'm sure that you don't want this kind lady over here's life to be ruined. I'm sure you want her son to be rescued and saved. I mean, do you really want to withhold the instruments that are going to help her, the silver, just because we're teasing you? Oh, I was just taking back at you, fur face. <laughs> yeah, you fur face, you fur face. I can... If you can protect her tonight, I'll be in the smithy, and I can have you some silver weapons in the morning. A guy makes one drunken judgment, and he lives with, lives with it for the rest of his life. Welcome to my life. I'm going to make you something special, Furface. <laughs> I, I, I kind of point out my beard and then look at his. Uh, looks like you have a bit more fur, my friend. You like it, do you? I didn't say I liked it. I'm just pointing out the obvious. <laughs> I don't remind you of a bug now, do I? This is no. Um, but yeah, uh, if you give me, if you give me one of your weapons, I can, I can coat them in silver by the morning. Uh, Celtic will head 
will hand over his staff. You gonna hand over your staff? Uh, I am, unless we the DM decides that magical attacks affect it more than y'all. You also have arrows. You know what? I will hand over my crossbow. <laughs> because without uh, your focus, you couldn't cast magic if you needed to. Right. Vomit pulls uh, Shredder off his back. He goes, I take very good care of Shredder here. Because he is like one of my very best friends. Oh, I know exactly what you mean. Old Blue Dice back there. Oh, the stories we had. Vickless don't say a word. Have you ever had a walk come over? One of the friendly ones, which there aren't many of them, so bet you can't yourself lucky. But if you have them come over and sit on the couch, and regardless of how nice they are, they leave a smell. Perhaps they even left a stain on your couch or your rug. Well, we can solve your problems here in Orc Clean. Just give us a call and ten silver pieces, and we'll be sure to come over and remove any orc stain that you might have on your carpet, couch, or walls. So, so the axes are your friends. Do they answer you back when you talk to them? Why, yeah! Hell yeah! Kelton looks just perplexed and stunned. And he looks over at Semestra. Have you ever researched something like this? Some things are sentient, but I, I, I don't know how to figure. They did. I didn't see anything when I detected that. See what says. And Stonemeyer plops his axe up on the bar, and he he tickles the blade and pours a shot on it. And you hear, oh, are we getting ready to fight again? Oh, no, no, Blood Axe. He didn't believe you could fucking talk. So did the Axe talk? Let me tell if it was him that talked. Uh, roll me a perception. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll see if I beat you. Oh, sick, so he's not going to see shit. I rolled a 13, so you believe the axe is talking. Oh my god, it's something. <laughs> I kind of bowed out to the axe. I bowed out to the great axe. Bow to you, mister, mister. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, um, killed his hand over... 20 uh, arrows. Yep. Uh, Ahmed has handed over one of his um, battle axes. I'm going to hand him my rapier. And as I'm handing him to him, he's going to reach over, uh, reach, sorry, reach for the for the rapier. I'm going to like, you know, kind of like pull it back. It's like, you break this. And... Actually, I, there's nothing that I can't do here. But whatever, man. Like our friendship is over if you break this. And I just hand him the sword, and I'm also tell him, um, you don't happen to have any silver cups, do you? Oh, I might have a cup or two. I might need one of those as well. Well, I can handle that. Really looks at you. 
do you have anything to protect Darlene? Wait, out of character, we're taking Darlene? What? No, 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 no. But remember, he's going to be busy in the smithy working, oh. and you just handed over your weapon. Oh, uh, well, I have this dagger, and uh, you know that I have a wonderful voice. So. Yeah. Can, can I hand him over both axes or just one? Um, he has enough silver to do one weapon okay. per person. Kelton grins and slaps Vicklitz on the back. He's going to kill it with its singing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, nice. I mean, if you heard the man sing, it's a thing of beauty. Uh, it's not as beautiful as a bug, man. Oh. Hey, in the right light when you're drunk enough. Just so. Richard, out of here. Yes, sir. What? What he do is we pull together our silver pieces to give him more metal. If you're, uh, if y'all are willing to do that, he can do two weapons per person. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean. Yeah, definitely do that. Um. Yeah. He 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 would be willing to smithy two weapons per person. Okay. And I'm going by Kelton's twin <laughs> arrows are one weapon. Yeah. Because that that's how the adventure rose. That's out. a bundle deal. Yeah. Um what the hell can we do with quarter Yeah. I'm thinking I'll hand over the dagger. <laughs> he could tip he could uh silver tip the tip. The tips he, of it. He might could do something with it. Make it bed or something. I have an idea that I wanted to do for my character that I would do for Kelton's. Yeah, um, but oh, the only problem is if this is overnight, he will only have his dagger, which would really not do anybody any help. Um, Boy, I got my two big guns right here anyway. <laughs> 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 He's got his arm machinery. <laughs> um, out of character, nothing's gonna happen overnight. You know. Okay. Well, then uh, I'll hand over my stuff. Okay. Uh, so, Mestra, what are you going to hand over? Well, she has a new weapon. Alright, um, do you want the same thing that Kelton's going to get? Uh, what are you going to get? You'll find out. <laughs> it's a DM treat. It it's it's worth it though. Trust me. <laughs> it's it, it's worth it. I believe. Um, what time? Probably too late. It's yeah. Okay, cause I have lost my phone. Um. Uh oh. It's somewhere around here. It didn't walk away. Um, so we'll uh, we'll act like y'all have slept. Y'all have had a long rest. Um, nothing happened. Uh, and the next morning, y- y'all took turns watching over Darlene. Um, the next morning. 
uh, y'all are are back in the bar, and um, <clears throat> excuse me, y'all aren't back in the bar yet. Y'all are y'all are waking up, and you see a very tired and haggard-looking Stonemeyer sitting at the bar. The bar is actually closed, but it's also like an inn, so he could so y'all slept there. Or he had rooms for y'all to sleep in anyway. Um, but he is sitting at the bar alone right now with a nice black cup of coffee sitting in front of him. <laughs> because that's what the DM drinks, that's what Solmeyer's going to drink. Um, Alright. You going to approach him? Yeah. Oh. Good morning there, old man. Boy, good morning to you. <laughs> How's me boys? Oh, they're good. Letting them cool right now. They're up all fucking night. But it was oh. fun. Yeah. Um, what are the other, the other three of y'all going to do? Y'all going to come down or... Yeah, I'll come down and wander over to the bar. Uh, good morning there, Kelton. Good Open morning, I'll face. take a cup of that coffee you're having. Alright, it's my air behind the bar for you, cup. So, because he's going to come down as well, and he's going to look at... Stonmeyer and Kelton drinking coffee, and he's just gonna like do a bit of a phase like, What the? <clears throat> it's early. Gonna, it's early. <laughs> he's just gonna shaking his head, reach behind the bar, and then he's gonna take a bottle of. Can I do a perception check and see what he has? Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah, I'm gonna be a perception check. Hey. Like a good drunk, I got 18. Ah, you see a, um, a bottle of King's Crown on the top shelf. Alright, I'm gonna take that. So I, I know that that's the most expensive thing he has. <clears throat> and I am going to grab one clean glass and pour me a shot. Um, as you go to pour it, he slides a cup down to knock that glass one away and you pour your king's crown into a silver cup. Thanks, <laughs> yeah. And it's clean too, by the way. <laughs> ah. <laughs> you cleaned it. Yeah, I did. Thanks, Don Blair. <laughs> no problem. And some extra? Um up in her room upstairs, I guess. Uh, preparing the small care package for Darlene later on her journey. Like, racking the water and stuff. Okay. Um, as you're still up there, just let me know whenever you start coming down. Um, Stonemeyer's sitting there, and, and you, can t you can barely see his eyes through the beard, but they are they're red because I mean he's just absolutely worn out uh, you can tell that he's probably been up all night he, he's covered in 
like soot and ashes and even his beard is kind of droopy. <laughs> you know, which is highly, Vickless, you know this is highly unusual for his beard to be drooping like that. So, I look at him, like I, I basically just uh, rest my elbows on the bar and then just kind of like put my head in front of his head and I just look at him in the eyes and like, so you're not looking too shabby today. Pull me a shot of that right there. Because go ahead and complies and passing the shot. He knocks it back and he, he perks up a little bit. Oh, nothing like a good shot of liquor. Man, it be breakfast of champions. Oh, yeah, you're right, it is. But I finished. <coughs> it's not easy. Well, I You're a good dwarf, my friend. You're a good dwarf. I'm a tired dwarf, but I do appreciate it. Uh, I'm just really tired. You remember how I felt after the Yeti fight? Oh, yeah. Double it. So, was it the two of you against the Shetty, or did you have help? We well, had this little fairy who didn't do a whole lot. <laughs> well, you ain't wrong, but Tyler was a good guy. Never met a fairy. Uh, Tyler, he was... He was cool, but I like his cat a lot better than I like him. You remember how he used to hit that little head around like... He was like, kitty, kitty, kitty. And he was like yelling at him like, take me back. Oh, that was fun. Oh. I got that bottle right here that we're drinking from that guy's house. So, because I know that Stonemeyer is not going to take any payment from me if I offer him, what Vickless would like to do as he's talking is he would like to perform a sleight of hand to drop at least four gold coins, or five gold coins in his pocket. Okay. Um, I'll just... Do you want me to roll against you or you just want to let it happen? Up to you. You're the DM. Of course. Dude. And he sticks his hand in your pocket and grabs like 30 gold. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll, I'll roll against you. Yeah, I'll I roll 20. a d20. I got 25. Yeah, you beat him. He got 11. So he All didn't right. notice a thing. Alright. Um, he, he's so tired he just, he just didn't notice anything. You can see him like starting to snore every once in a while. The head's dropping, but the head doesn't move at all, even though it's dropping because the beard is like cushioning it against the, the bar. Um, still, Master still up in the room. Right, she's just coming back. Okay. Um, and he he hears you walking down, and uh, so I guess you want the stuff. Right. I would be all. Sure, would you come up with? Alright, come back here into my shop. What, uh, Sebastian follows him? Uh, we all follow him, yes. Yeah. And you can tell he's like extremely tired because he's shuffling and kind of swaying like, like he's drunk, but you know he's not drunk. 
Nicholas has seen him drink and, and he knows he ain't drunk. Um, you walk into his smithy out back, uh, and if you roll me a, a D20, I'll go with who goes first. Roll D20. Roll D20. Dude, got an eight. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, one. Oh, oh, oh I'm gonna get, uh, is gonna be last. <laughs> I got ten. You got ten? Oh, this ain't what in the battle. Sometimes, series, sometimes series crap on dice rolls. Oh, oh I'll get horrible rise on series. I have the ready to roll app thing, but I just figured I'd go with Siri instead of getting back to it and I paid the price right. yeah um so I make got a 10 Nicholas got an 8 Kelton got a uh, 1 and got a 9 5 5 God, I can't this happen to y'all well I got well, I got a 10 and I beat everybody else wow I got second yay <laughs> I got last yay he, he lifts up to Nice guys finish last. Always. <laughs> uh, he lifts up two wrap bundles in front of Ahmet and say, here you go. Alright, I didn't get unwrapped some of He looks up, oh, I've been missing your two guys. How was it? And they. Oh my god, they talked to him. Count <laughs> <laughs> is still very confused. And they. <laughs> The whole axe is not silver, but the blade, blade. Yeah. yeah, um, and it is, it is so sharp that if you rub your thumb across it, it will cut you. All right. Um. He takes a place on the back. <laughs> I, uh, Nicholas, if you were second, right? For the, the eight, you were second. <laughs> power eight, man. Um. He uh, places a long wrapped bundle in front of you. Here, here you go, my friend. Um, so I unwrap it. And you see a shining rapier. So I'm, I'm just going to hold it and I'm going to basically point the whatever a light source is in the room is gonna I'm gonna point it to that towards that light source and then I'm just gonna hold it and look at the blade and I'm just gonna say fine work fine work as always my friend and it, it's so shiny just like with the axes that you can see your reflection in them and his work is so good that you can't even tell where the silver and the regular metal does does your rapier talk too? <laughs> and I'm just gonna look. I'm just gonna look at. I'm just gonna look at Kelton. It's like, yeah, 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 it does. Mine never talked to me. <laughs> well, do you, do you name your weapon? No. You have to name it. Is that the trick? You have to name all your weapons. Yeah, yeah. it be the oh. secret. I thought we all knew that. I will think of weapon names <laughs> for the for next week. <laughs> um, so maybe he had a five. So he places a long 
cylindrical wrap package in front of you and a second package as well. You unwrap the long one first. It is your staff with a silver knob on the end. It is like in the shape of a cone, but it's sharp that you can stab with. Um, do you want to unwrap the second? As you unwrap it, do you know what the size of the Grim Reaper looks like? It is a size in that you can attach to your quarterstaff. <laughs> he is engraved upon it is a wolf's head. <laughs> um, of course, it is razor sharp and will attach to your quarterstaff, and you can likewise detach it at any time. Kelton, he looks at you. Sorry, mate. Couldn't do nothing for you. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Got him. <laughs> I got him. I guess I deserved that for the running comments. I'll stop making fun of you. And um, he hands you a bundle of what you can tell is arrows inside of it. Um. So you don't have to unwrap them, but you can if you want to. And then he hands you a cylindrical package, just like um, he handed Silmestra. Okay, what did you say it was? It was a cone? Uh, you have to open yours. Okay, I opened the package. Um, you see like a dagger tip on the bottom that is silver, like a, I mean, shaped just like a dagger. Um, and then you have the other package as well. Oh, so the dagger and the and the arrows were in the same package? No, the dagger is attached to your quarterstaff. Oh, okay. Just like hers is, but it's it's shaped slightly different. And then you have a third wrapped package. Okay, I'll unwrap the third. You see a very similar blade. Like a side blade to what um, Thilmestra received. The only difference is on the blade is an engraving of a bugbear face. <laughs> <laughs> and he elbows Vickless. I got him good, didn't I? <laughs> is, is this what you're tired? <laughs> Y'all the engraving. I, I send message to Vickless and Stomar. How dare you dishonor the fanged one? Who's dishonoring that? Oh, is that what her name was? The fanged one? Oh. I thought that was... Uh... <laughs> He's just messing with you. So uh, out of character, we can stab with this too? Is that how that works? With that, um, out of character, the bottom part of your staff can stab... Um, it can be used for bludgeoning, but, I mean, you'll get more out of stabbing. Right. And the sickle part will allow you to use your staff in melee range 
as a slicing type oh, weapon. Okay. Almost like Vickles' rapier, but it is, you know, not a rapier. It's a, a sickle or a scythe, whatever you want to call it. Okay. I'll ask you about the damage and everything out of the game. Um, It'll do the exact same damage as a rapier will. Okay. I think a rapier is what, 1d6? Or 1d8? Uh, it is... 1d8 plus 1d8. Yeah. Well, um, okay. So, yeah, it'll do a 1d8 plus whatever your uh, strength mod is. Okay. The, um, the stabbing end for both of y'all's will be the same as like a dagger 1d4 plus your strength mod. I'll take all three of my packages. You did good work, Stonemeyer. Oh, thank you, Fairface. And of course, now you know that's going to be his nickname. I'm sure it will be. Uh... <laughs> um, and uh, Ahmed, your damage will be the same as with regular battle action, yeah. except that they're silver now, so they'll uh, okay do yep. more damage to a werewolf. Um, so yeah, with that, do y'all want to continue? Or do y'all want to stop for tonight? Uh, I'd have to stop for the night. That works fine for me. Yeah. Let me, um, let me pause this or stop recording. Push it.